Quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. Mm. Run to the roar. Mm. Set God-sized goals. Pursue God-given passions. Go after a dream that is destined to fail without divine intervention. Hi, Onyx fam. Welcome to the Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. Every episode, we take you on a journey, moving you from the struggle life to the Onyx Life, creating happy homes, financial empires, and exploring the lighter side of life. My name is Merthel. And I'm Rita. Today, we're going to be talking about Chase the Lion. If your dream doesn't scare you, it's too small. That is actually the title of a book by Mark Batterson. Now, I talked to you guys about The Circle Maker, I think it was last week. And I said, you know, I really enjoyed this book. I want to see what else he's written. So, like me, I always overdo things. I went on Amazon and I bought several of his books because that's just how I roll. I love filling up my Kindle with books because sometimes I just, you know, I want a selection of books. It's like my own little library, you know. So I started to read another book he wrote called Chase the Lion. If your dream doesn't scare you, it's too small. And yet again, from the time I opened it, I was like, this is what I needed. So to give you a backstory, I have been, and I've been open with this on, I think even yesterday's podcast, I was talking about how I was feeling down. I was feeling like, oh, when will this business work out i'm starting these like new ventures and it's in the very 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 beginning stage and i am already doubting myself i'm thinking like these things are too big can it work out can i get to the level that i that i'm wanting all these product projects to get to and Merthal was saying stop trying to reap while you sow just plant stop trying to like harvest while you plant and I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. But then the second issue was, you know, just is my dream too big? Is my dream too big? Have I bitten off more than exactly. I could And is this, is this right for me? And then I opened up this book, Chase the Lion. If your dream doesn't scare you, it's too small. And I, I started reading the first page to Marthel. And he was like, wait, wait, what? What book is this? And he was like, we got to talk about it. He, We got to talk about it. So. Yeah, it's um, there's just so many zingers. There's so many great quotations. But I really like how he begins by, well, basically the book is Chase a Lion. And um, and the lion is, is like that dream that you have in your life. Mm-hmm. And so one of his quotations was, we were not meant, or just kind of like a paraphrase, but we were not meant to live defensively. And I feel like so many times we are constantly living on the defense, always trying to protect ourselves. Protect, and, and he says, like you, people are living, trying to safely arrive at death. I'm trying to safely arrive at <laughs> death. You know, cause I mean, it's inevitable, right. you know, that that is going to come to everyone mm-hmm. and you're like, you cannot spend your life just saying, okay, I'm going to die. Let me, let me just play it safe right up until the inevitable. No, he's like, don't live defensively, chase the lion, chase your dreams. Right. When you open the book, he says the lion chasers manifesto, 
Quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. Mm. Run to the roar. Mm. Set God-sized goals. Pursue God-given passions. Go after a dream that is destined to fail without divine intervention. Stop pointing out Ooh, problems. Say that again. Say that again. Say that other one again. Repeat that one. Which one? Go after a dream that is destined to fail without divine intervention. Yes. Yes. That one. I had to. I had to like tweet that. I had to like put that on Insta. I had to like put that out there. That is set dreams that is destined to fail without divine intervention. I love that because I, when we set big dreams, we're not setting big dreams. And when we do our vision board and all that stuff, we're not doing it because we think we can accomplish it. Absolutely not. We are excited to see what God is, is going to be able to do in us and through us. That's and so, right. Um, I... You know, our our spiritual relationship with God is enhanced when we live big, when we live outside of our realm. I used to live where I would set goals that I felt was tangible that I could achieve. And it was just like an ego trip because really it's just like, oh, can I do this? Mm-hmm. Like, can I run this in 10 point seconds? Oh, yeah, I think I can. You know, and then when you do it, then it's like, yeah, I'm the fastest man in the world. No, it's like, no. Set the record that you're going to run 100 meters in two seconds. Mm -hmm. Impossible. Okay, then maybe you might just have the story of that young African man that we once shared, a young African boy, where he ended up across the river. Right, and he had no clue. And he had no clue how he got there, which is basically God somehow transported him across the river in point something seconds. That's right. So is it impossible? Absolutely, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And then he goes on to say, stop pointing out problems, become part of the solution. And that resonated with me, too, because every dream that I'm starting right now, I keep pointing out the problem. I keep saying, yeah, but this and well, I don't know because of that. And really, he's like, stop. He's saying, stop repeating the past. Start creating the future. Face Mm. your fears. Fight your dreams. Grab opportunity by the mane and don't let go. Live like today is the first day and the last day of your life. Yes. Burn sinful bridges. Blaze new trails. Live for the applause of nail-scarred hands. Don't let what's wrong with you keep you from worshiping what's right with God. Dare to fail. Dare to be different. Quit holding out. Quit holding back. Quit running away. Chase the lion. Oh, my goodness. That That's another one that got me. That just got me, folks. Live for the applause of nail pierced hands. Yeah. That one that one just gets me mm-hmm. because Well, as know, a Christian, that makes us know like what are we really here for? What are we what right. is the overall purpose of our life? And for all of us um, who believe in Christ, this is what we are aiming to do is Absolutely. to please him, to live a life that is pleasing to him. So where this actually comes from with Chase the Lion is actually out of 2 Samuel 23.20. So it talks, that verse talks about um, Benaiah. Benaiah is a valiant warrior. He's one of David's men. And he actually comes across a lion. And instead of running away, he decides he's going to pursue that lion, chase that lion into a pit, and he killed it. Mm. So a lot so of he was one of um, David's one of his thirty mighty men, because I remember he had like thirty mighty men, and then he had the three, and then you know. 
I don't know if he was part of the uh, if he was part of those. Um, I'd have to look. I, I think he might have been. I think Anyhow, he, he might yeah. be. Well, I mean, he had the courage to be if he wasn't, but I think he actually was. Right. But um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that actually that text is going down like who is the mighty man? Who is the part of so, the mighty man? Yeah. Yes. So that that's what it is. So, guys, instead of running away, he ran toward. Now, some people will say, yeah, but he ran towards danger. Um, he knew that if he did not run towards that lion with the confidence and the faith that he was going to be able to come out of that on the other side alive, mm -hmm. he would have just been running for no reason. A lion can run up to 36 miles an hour. Right. He would, uh, A lion can pounce on you from 30 feet. The funny thing about the funny thing about predators like lions is that we've seen documentaries and every single time that a person turns its back on a predator that predator comes after them and we right. we've seen it like we we see a person like turn around and face the lion or face that predator and that predator crouches like it's assessing whether or not it's worth it to go after this person the moment that the person turns around even behind a glass a glass um kind of glass wall in zoos they you know had some cameras and it would show every time that a person would turn around the lion would like pounce and like almost even jump towards a glass to see if they could get the person the person turns around so it's a proven fact that if you want to um if you want to pursue if you want to be pursued and overtaken then turn your back to your problem turn your back to the inevitable that is coming after you I mean, in this life, we have to live with with boldness, with great boldness, and we have to address our dreams with great boldness. And there are too many factors that are there to overtake us and to overtake our dreams and to frustrate us, to make us become just ordinary and forget ordinary. It, it's there to actually overthrow you. Right. There are too many people that have gone to their graves and, and never reached their dreams because... They were overtaken by life's problems because they turned their back. Face the lion. That's right. I was just wanting to make sure and confirm that he was among the mighty men, and he was. Mm -hmm. He was one of David in the Bible. He had 30 mighty men, He even, and he had three that were even over those 30 mighty men. Right. So he was remarkable. But the great thing about God and the great thing about our life is that you do not have to be a warrior. You don't have to be someone that has been trained for battle. The thing about God is that when you face your fears, when you go down and you get in the trench of things to go and, and accomplish your dreams and, and work your tail off, God blesses you as if you were already trained, as if you were the warrior already, because right. you are, you're working within his purpose. So he's not going to give you something that you can't do. So if you have a dream and it's God ordained, you don't have to worry about the how. You just have to keep walking forward and doing it. He, in the book, he says, you are one idea, one risk, one decision away from a totally different life. Of course, it'll probably be the toughest decision you ever make, the scariest risk you ever take. But if your dream doesn't scare you, it's too small. I mean, mm. that to me is like a book right there, like done. Right. Yes. 
He's like, you know, we start dying the day we stop dreaming. And ironically, we start living the day we discover a dream worth dying for. Right. Like, I mean, every single word, I hang on to every single word that is that is in this book because it resonates with my heartbeat. It resonates with 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 the pulse of life. Mm-hmm. You really, if you wake up in the morning and you don't have something worth dying for, then you're really not living. You're just kind of skirting through life. That's right. He says, at the end of our lives, our greatest regrets will be the God-ordained opportunities we left on the table, the God-given passions we didn't pursue, mm. and the God-sized dreams we didn't go after because we let fear dictate our decisions. And I, there's, there's a f- couple of things that I've started right now, and I'm really at risk for leaving them on the table. And having regrets because I have regrets that I haven't even started some of those things with the vigor and the energy. Um, I guess those mean the same thing with the vigor and the and the um, confidence that I should have by now. And I'm already starting to regret it. And it's just like, okay, I gotta stop because I still have that opportunity. Right. I still have these things. You know, a lot of every day I think about Merthel's sister who passed away last year, and every day. I think to myself, like, I'm still here and I have the ability to finish and accomplish the purpose that God has for me and I'm not gone yet and unfortunately she is and I think about how short life is because it came on her suddenly and she was gone within, what, three weeks. Right. And, and this is the day. This this um, This month is the month where she first really started to feel pain she started to feel pain and um around now but then it it seemed like it went away for a week and then it came came back back. and then around thanksgiving is when she was really getting bad without knowing what it was right and then she was gone the 21st of december right so we're talking about like two months tops right and i wait the reason why i said three weeks it was because three weeks from when it was just bad like right because like right now, work. I didn't know if we it, like the totality of it was felt like what maybe I guess not even a full two months. No, it wasn't. Uh uh-uh. But I just think about her all the time, and I think about the fact that um, her opportunity is is she accomplished whatever she had to accomplish, and her time is done. And the fact that I'm still here means I have something to do, and therefore I need to do it. Right. Um, one of his quotations says, "Everything in your past is preparation for something in your future." God wastes nothing. God wastes nothing. Mm. You know, you you may you may have these all these regrets. You may have all these uh, feelings um, from your past, but God wastes nothing. He he permits so many things to happen in order to build you up to where to what needs to be accomplished. So there's no point in wasting the opportunity that is before you by harping on the past. You gotta. You still have the opportunity. You still need to walk through it. That's right. He says, if you want to live an epic life, you have to overcome some epic challenges. You have to take some epic risks, make some epic sacrifices. And I talk to you guys about this all the time. Some of the decisions that I made were just like everyone going, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? You're crazy. You cannot get married that young. 
what are you doing? You can't walk away from a medical company. What right. are you doing? Like it's just an on and on and on. You can't homeschool your children. What are no. you doing? Why are you cutting your hair off? Like you have a little small short afro. Like your hair is shorter than your husband's. What are you doing? And now, and you now know, people like are coming up to back. you like yeah. they're coming. Everybody comes up to you like, I love your sister locks. They're yeah. so nice. Who did them for you? Like right. everything, everything. It 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 calls for a sacrifice, and you just you have to take that first step. Every journey. Right. Every journey needs a first step. If you never take that first step, you'll never make it. So right. don't don't besmirch your first right. steps. We have a project that's going to be coming out in the next couple of months. And the little bit of people who know about it are like, but why? Why are you doing that? And we're like, guys, this is what I prayed for. Mm-hmm. It's in my vision book. And, for, and the fact of the matter is, I was not expecting to be able to do this for years. And then all of a sudden we were approached with the opportunity to do it. And people are just like, um, but why? You've you're you're you've got a good gig with what you're doing right now. And why go through take, all that trouble? And yeah, because it's gonna take a lot of work. A it takes lot of work it's ta- well, a lot it's gonna take discipline. a lot of money. A lot of money, a lot, a lot of, of discipline. Work. Oh my goodness. And even more so faith. A lot of faith because a lot of risk right there's an it's 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 hard and and when we announce it it'll probably be like oh that's what it was but you don't understand in order to do it is it's a lot it's a lot right. and we'll get into it because we people, launch it um, we're going to talk, talk about, about it. it but a lot of people in our situation hasn't done it before so Mm-mm. we would be one of sort of like first. a pathfinder like a first to be able to to do something like for this. our genre for, for what we genre. do right. as entertainers so it's like we have a lot of people just you know it's a lot of naysayers and i and it's funny because i really hope i'm not like that towards other people because i don't really see the point in someone naysaying your whole life mm-hmm. and some of these people are family so you can't you don't necessarily want to be like cutting them off mm-hmm. but you know it gets to the point where you do say you know why can't you just be supportive it's not going to really affect you so instead why don't you just be supportive and just and just you know watch and or even if you feel like you can't be supportive just be quiet then because mm-hmm. the negativity is unnecessary and it's unwanted you know you're not doing me any favors you know you're not doing my my children any favors you're not doing my husband any favors so i really hope that i am I can actually remember that when other people come to me with their endeavors, you know. But I, I think that this book will help anybody who wants to achieve a big dream. It's going to be like your personal coach, your personal cheerleader. When you feel like giving up, you're going to be able to open this book. And you'll be able to find a quote. Yeah, like, you're like, just, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to keep going. There's just a ton of quotations that just keep you, um, just keep you going. Mm-hmm. And just keep you motivated, and it's um for success in life, right? Like we tend to avoid situations where the odds are against us, but when we do, we rob God of the opportunity to do something supernatural. Mm. That is so true. It is so true. When we avoid, I, I can't imagine where my life would be right now, guys, because if I would have avoided situations where I knew the odds were against this working out, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be married right now. I wouldn't oh, yeah. even be married. Oh yeah. 
I would definitely not be in social media or entertaining or anything like that. I would not do it. I, I, I just, there would be so many things that I would have played it safe with. I, I would still be living in my hometown probably, you know? Right, not going away to right. university. But, but I had to really go and say, you know what? I am going to have faith because what's the alternative? So what if it doesn't work out? That's another thing. Another thing that we all have to really um, and just really think about is, so what? Okay, so you go for something huge and it may not have been right for you. So what? You guys, I, I have always tried to do this whole thing on, um, on, um, on Amazon to, to do this. To, I was, I was going to try and like sell these products on Amazon and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be one of those people who like do that kind of thing. You know, I'm going to be an Amazon seller. I had read about all these people making all this money on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to do it. Like 2013 or 14? For, I think it was Either both. 13 or 14. I think yeah, it was it 13 was both. going yeah. into 14. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So, I mean, everyone was like, guys, the bubbles burst, you know. Um, everybody who started is already successful and everybody coming in now is too late. But I was like, nope. I would sit there, I would come home from work as a nurse practitioner, and I would come back and I would just do hours of like training on how to do it. And research. And I, le- I learned it like the back of my hand. And over the years, I would try this thing on and off, but it was just not working for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. One of the things that I know it was, was fear. Because I kept thinking, oh my goodness, what if I, what if I don't have this particular metric right amazon could shut my account down but like what does it matter if you aren't selling anything if your metric is like it does it didn't make logical sense in order for my metrics to even be something i have to think about i have to at least start selling that's right i was psyching myself out before i even started it was ridiculous and then when i did start i did not start with the confidence like yes i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go all out and i'm and i'm really gonna um just do my best it was always with a lot of like timidity and i don't know if this is gonna work and look at all these other people they've been doing this for years in fact a lot of people came from ebay over to this and and it was just ridiculous but i spent money though i spent money on products i spent money on courses i just recently spent a whole lot of money and I still didn't go forward on it. And, I'm, it, and, it's, and it's okay. Guess what? I'm still here. And right. my and, and life it, still goes on. But there's still things that came out of it. Like, for instance, um, um, I remember I said, I remember one time you came to me and it was a large sum of money that you were about to take on a class. And I thought to myself, it is a strong possibility that Rita is not going to go down this path. And where is all this money going to go? And I said, nope, I'm going to support her. And one of the reasons why I want to support her is because at the end of the day, I believe that we learn something from everything. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is, is that the very class that she took, while the information she has not applied it as yet, um, consistently in, in that particular avenue of what she was planning on going down, she took the very same principles of that class and created her own class in something that she's doing that True. she's comfortable in. True. Therefore, the class was not a waste. It taught you 
the confidence that yeah, the did. guy that you bought the class from mm-hmm. showed confidence in what he believed in and what he knew. Right. And so when you took the class, while you didn't go down the path that he was actually teaching the specifics, you said to yourself, wait a second, I am an expertise in something. I will create a class exactly like this and I will charge money just like him. And now it becomes another stream of, of, in, of income. Mm-hmm. So... You know, at the end of the day, like it says, like God does not waste anything and you don't have to waste anything. You do not need to regret your past failures or apparent failures because really none of it is actually a failure so long as you learn something from it. That's right. It's true. I, when After taking that class, I was like, oh, you know what? I can actually do my own for whatever I'm really good at. And I will actually be launching that soon. That's not the other thing I was talking to you about. <laughs> that that's was, just another stream of income. That's just another thing right. that I have to, you know, launch. But even that guy, isn't it a testimony even to have um, the guy that you actually got the class from? Mm-hmm. He started um, off researching some of the same things that you were around right, the same time around, that you started. That's the irony of it. And talk about him. Like yeah, the amount he, of money he's making right now. Oh, my right goodness. So, success. So, yeah, this guy, I had... We had both. We don't really know each other personally or anything, but you guys um, have talked. We were and- we were in the same group of people who were starting this new kind of venture, and it was like this this course that you sign up with. And um, he was kind of making a name for himself as one of the students there, and really grasped it. And I was watching him just kind of grow within um, you know this big group. And there were certain people that I was following on there to see like what their journey was was starting to look like. But then that particular company that we had all kind of started with for those classes, that broke up and there was a lot of animosity between the people and there was all these people talking about each other. And a lot of people went on to go and off of Amazon and they started going and selling, um, what is that? Some tea, some tea where you lose weight with it. And he was like, I'm not gonna go and start selling tea. I'm gonna stick with what I know, what I've just learned because Amazon is the is the goal here. And he stuck with what we were learning. And so over the years, I've been able to see him, this now have been at least five years, I've been watching him and wow, he is making so much money. He's living the life that he wants. And not just like money-wise. He talks about being there for his kids in the way he wants to be there for them now. He talks about having the freedom to take vacations when he wants to take vacations and all these different things. And I'm just like in awe because when I saw him, he was like, we were both on the same level. And while my life, um, you know, went a different path and we we ended up doing, you know, YouTube and other stuff, he stayed on Amazon and that was definitely for him. And now he's teaching people what he's learned. He's not just teaching though, he's also helping people run accounts and he's um, opening like a turnkey business. He's He has his own, you know, businesses on Amazon. He's just made it and he's he's basically got what he, he got from the class and he's just exponentially multiplied everything he's learned and his, um, and his just life has totally changed and so he was one of the people that is like no this is this is for me 
everyone he was saying to everyone you know a lot of people kept telling him oh you know you're not gonna make it you know who are you you know what do you what makes you think that you're special and he actually got a lot of hate from other classmates that were in this program i call them a classmate but we were all like adults and they were all hating on him they were all saying like you know who do you think you are because they were jealous Mm -hmm. they were jealous that he was beginning you could tell that he had passion that they didn't have and he didn't know a lick of it. He, he surpassed. Was, he was, wasn't he like asking a lot of questions? Right. He's and, now the student. The student has now, now become, the become the teacher. <laughs> right. And all those other people that went on to sell the tea and all sorts of other stuff, man, they're doing nothing now. Mm. Nothing. They were then after the tea, they started getting into selling um, some sort of well some of them got into, got into forex trading and like a whole bunch of other stuff but the thing about it is, is that I noticed that there was one leader in the pack and when he decided to leave oh, because yeah. they were not leaders they were followers they right. just followed him and he was charismatic enough mm-hmm. to, to get them all to follow this guy he's a leader and he was just like well, <laughs> and that I'm leader going. and that other leader you were talking about he yeah. has this Facebook group and it gradually just started evolving into just trading, 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 trying to get people into trading. And trading then what? he like Forex trading. I don't even understand it. Oh, my goodness. It's like stocks or something. OK. And basically, just the other day, the whole Facebook group is just basically like gone. Like we're all there, but nobody's active at all. And he just wrote something just like last week. Is anybody active in here? <laughs> and it's like, for what? Like literally, there's no point in oh it. Oh goodness! I I seem, I'm still in the group because I want to see if any more drama comes up. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm just here to to observe. But the original thing that they were doing <laughs> was such a good concept. It was such a great idea. I and th- and they all left because People of somebody else's greedy. drama. But, but it was some, it was also somebody else's drama because really right. the drama was not with every single one of those people. No. But they jumped into drama that did not belong to them. And and, this and they allowed it guy. to derail yeah. them from their personal goals th- that they could have changed their life with. Right. It's it's really sad. It's really sad. But it was really interesting. Right. But um, here, this guy is really killing the game. Anyhow, um, here here is another quotation: "You are one idea, one risk, one decision away from a totally different life." I said that one earlier. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah. I didn't. I didn't grab that one. That one is powerful. But hey, it's important enough to to repeat twice. Right. It one really idea, is. one risk, one decision away, and I feel like that kind of we kind of live that. Yeah. That's why it just jumped out at me when you know when I saw it. It's just. Mm. Oh yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people who I think are afraid to like let's say get married. You know, it's like they find that perfect someone. And they know that this one decision will probably change their life. And a lot of people back out of it like, nah, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because sometimes that feeling, that nervous feeling, sometimes that comes. And sometimes we have to look at it not as a, whoa, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, but maybe more of an excitement. Like that, that, that bubbling in your stomach or that mm-hmm. stomach hurt, that, that tension, that stress. It's like, you know, it's almost like when you're going up on a roller coaster and you know when you get to that peak and you get to that hill Mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh my goodness, it's about to start. And then you go down and it's like the wildest, funnest ride of your life. Right. You know, that's how it is. But a lot of times we let that physical feeling 
stop us that 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 mental yeah and we psych ourselves out and we gotta like move forward and say okay wait a minute I'm not going to always feel this nervousness. I'm not going to always feel this fear. Right. Like I, I today I had a call on one of our projects. I had a call and the person was going through the 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 software program that we basically have to use with this. And the way that the person goes through it, he's he see he knows it like the back of his hand. But he kind of acts like I know it, like the back of my hand, and I really don't. So when he's going through it, it's really fast, and you know what I'm talking about, Rita. Actually, no, I don't. I don't. I don't like people like that that don't know how to teach. That, like I've had professors, right. professors like that, right. that knew exactly what they were talking right. about, and they will just be whooping on the on that blackboard, just right? And then you feel like I almost, and I don't feel like he's patient enough. For me to say no, say that again, or do it slower, or something. And so there's another person who works with him, who is actually supposed to be the one walking me through it. And I think he has the personality that I could actually connect with. Mm -hmm. But the other guy keeps on jumping in and basically saying, "Oh no, don't worry, I'm just here to listen." But then we'll talk like 99% of the time. (laughs) And it was it's difficult because. I'm like, oh my goodness. But I remember when I graduated from nursing school. So I remember when I was about to start working as an RN and I was um, training on the floor. It was like a med surge floor. And the person who I was training with, I just laughed because she was like a whirlwind, just all over the place. And, you know, and then you do this and then you do this and then you do this and then you do that. And I was like, how am I ever going to learn this? Like, because there's school and then there's so there's working now. Right. There's applying all your now knowledge. Now you have to actually give right. the medicine. And then I'm going to have these patients. The patients. Like, these Their lives are going to be in my hand. It. Right. And I literally felt the same way that I feel right now. That's how I felt. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. And like, it's not clicking. It's not all coming through. I don't really understand everything. And then I remember going back the next day and I felt maybe a little bit less of that feeling. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, and then probably after like a week, it was totally gone. Right. Like, okay, now I know what I'm doing. And so I have learned from that experience, especially to just push through that feeling. Right. Don't expect to know everything right away. Like this is all new stuff. Right, and that's what it means by chase the lion. Right. That's what it means. It means don't turn your back. Don't don't run away from it. Don't don't allow that first feeling of unfamiliarity or fear or intimidation to 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 make you turn around. Just face it. Right. You're it's going to seep in. You can understand it. It's going to happen eventually. I remember when I graduated now as for with my masters and I was working as a nurse practitioner. And I went to go work um, in this family practice slash clinic. It was like both. And I was working with this doctor and she was extremely smart. And she was like, okay, well, this is your patient load. And they printed off all my patients I was going to see that day. And I was like, what? Like, I'm not going to have a day where I'm just with you. She's like, no, we're not going to waste a whole day with you just with me. We're going to see these. You're going to see your patients. And I'm going to see mine. And you ask me questions if you need any help. So the whole day I'm like, OK, how do I how do I do this? And how do I do that? And I felt really like the same exact way when I graduated as an RN. Just like now I'm an MP, though. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, how do I do all of this? Mm-hmm. Because 
charting is a totally different ball game when you're a primary care provider. Everything has to match up. You got to make sure that you have the right, you know, their chief complaint. You got to match it up with your review of your systems. You got to match it up with your actual physical exam. And then you have to match up everything with your diagnosis and the tests and all of that. So I was just like, how do I put this all together? And she patiently just went through it with me. And then the feeling was gone after a day or two. And so yet again, I was like, okay. And so we have taught a lot of people right now to how, well, I shouldn't say a lot. We've taught some people who wanted to get into YouTube and that's how they feel when we tell them, okay, so this is what you do. You, this is what you use for filming. This is what you use for editing. This is how you upload. This is what you got to do for tags. And then for them, it's like a whole, it's like another language and they don't push through that feeling. They don't push through it. Right. It was a total. It was the same thing for us. In fact, if you notice, it's a pattern here. I constantly get into things. I feel overwhelmed. I don't know what I'm doing, but I push through, and then we end up understanding it like the back of our hand. I'm not going to say like um, everything comes easy, is it really doesn't. Right. But even with, um, uh, I've had people now say to me, Rita, how do you do your podcast? I will literally tell them, and if they live in town, I'll bring them up to the room and I'll say, okay, you don't even have to have this set up. There's an even simpler setup if it's just you or if it's just you and someone else. And because it's like, whoa, I don't know how to do this. This sounds unfamiliar. They don't push through that feeling. Right. And then they tell me, man, I really wish I could do it. And I'm like, guys, you can. I had no clue on how to set up a podcast. I had to go online, do the research. And even after I did the research and I put all the equipment together, I remember we were testing it and I was getting really frustrated because I couldn't hear anything in my in my headphones. I was like, so you mean all that time that I looked at this video, that I set up all of this equipment and I can't hear it? Like, what is wrong? And I knew it had to probably be something simple. And Myrthel happened to just put his finger on the volume. Duh, the volume wasn't up. And I spent like, so yeah, and I spent like probably over an hour just right. getting to the Thinking point of it's tears. some complicated button or something <laughs> like that. And she had she had done like the details of connecting all the wires and making sure that everything is plugged. Like that was a hard part, you know, and, and, and the only thing was just the simplicity of turning up the volume. That was it. <laughs> and guys, I literally I was close to tears. But the thing about I was it is, so mad. here's what happened. Here's what happened. <laughs> You were so deep into the minutia of it. Right. You were so deep into the high, high-end technology portion yep, of it yep. that in order for you to solve this small problem, you had to get back down to the to basics. The basics. <laughs> and that was where you came in. <laughs> right. Hey, exactly. Because I was not even involved. I was just like, I can handle this now. <laughs> <laughs> and she got uh, it all set Rita, up. I'll just turn it up. <laughs> Rita, step aside. <laughs> I'm about to show you some magic. I was, guys. And the funniest thing is, it was a main volume. I had turned up the volume. For, oh, yeah. All for, the other things. I had turned up the volume for each mic. Right. So she's just frustrated. Because I'm like, why is this not going? I didn't realize that there was a master volume. And so when Myrthel turned it up, oh my goodness, it blasted in my ear. And I was like, whoa. And I was so happy. But the point is, guys, these might be little things, 
But all these little things are what helps us to accomplish our big goal. Absolutely. And when you have that feeling, when you have that feeling of like, oh, I can't do it. Oh, this is too big. Oh, I can, this is overwhelmed. You've got to push through that you feeling. You have to push through. Um, one of the quotations that I really liked, um, and it goes back to the whole analogy of the predator who waits for you to turn your back. Mm-hmm. And um, it basically says you can run away from what you are afraid of. But you will be running away for the rest of your life. Mm. If you turn your back and you run away, there'll always be an excuse. We will always have a reason why not. Always. But do, don't you understand that you can, you'll always have an opportunity as well. And so it's like you can run away from what you're afraid of, but you will always be running away for the rest of your life. But if you chase the lion... You will defeat that. You, you, you will be, if you chase that dream, you will achieve that dream and you will never have to feel like you have to run away from anything ever again. You will be able to now live in your purpose, live in your dream. There'll be no more running away. Right. Because now you'll be familiar. You will understand that security, that insecurity, that fear, all that stuff will dissipate because now you will know it. You will know it. And so it's just an encouragement for you to chase the lion, chase the lion. You were not brought here on this earth for you to just, you know, try to arrive at your death safely. You know, in the book, he talks about how he was trying to work on a project and he kept procrastinating because he kept thinking that it had to be perfect. And then he came across a quote in another book called The Next Generation Leader by Andy Stanley. And Andy Stanley said in his book, generally speaking, you are probably never going to be more than 80% certain. Waiting for greater certainty may cause you to miss an opportunity. Mm. Depending upon your personality, no amount of information may move you past a particular degree of certainty. And he said for himself, he says, I rarely get past about 80%. So what you're basically saying is don't, Wait to be a hundred percent on things. Right, you will never You're be never able to eliminate there. risk. There's always going to be a level of risk, and um, and you want to be able to appreciate that. Right, because faith, you know, um, faith is to take that step when you do not see. Mm-hmm. You know, he said he said gratitude is thanking God after He does it. Faith is thinking God, thanking God before He even does it. Wow. And it's important to have both. You know, it's like set that, set, set manageable goals. He said a goal is a dream with a deadline. Give yourself a timeline. Give yourself a deadline. And if you do that, you're more likely going to work towards it and accomplish it. I mean, guys, this book is just packed. It's packed. It's packed with just It's packed. Like wonderful. we can't, I mean, if we kept going on and on and on with the quotes, guess what? You wouldn't even have to read it. Because right, right, because you book, had the whole thing. Yeah, the whole book is just like, like the whole book is is almost like an inspirational quote. You know, everything. But it, but one of the things that I just really, really um, love about it is is that it truly describes the relationship that I'm building with God, a relationship of faith, and that's what this is really all about. It's not so much that I have what it takes in order to chase a lion in my own strength. It is understanding the strength that is in me through Christ Jesus that I can chase down any lion and through him I can conquer any dream 
because he's the dream giver. And so um, one of the quotations that I love, and you may have said it already, but I'm going to say it again then. Most people believe God is real, but few people actually live like it. I didn't say it. Okay. Most people believe God is real, but few people actually live like it. And so I challenge you, if you believe God is real or if you don't believe God is real, test him. But if you believe God is real, it's time to live it. Live it out. Prove That's him. Right. Prove him at his word. Amen. Amen. Well, we hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Please make sure to leave a rating and review for us. Join us again Monday through Friday. Show notes are found on theonyxlife.com. Join our Facebook, The Onyx Life. Follow us on Twitter at Rita underscore Onyx, at Mitch Onyx underscore Onyx, and at Onyx Family and at The Onyx Life, and on Instagram at The Onyx Life Official. Now go live that Onyx Life where change comes with challenge. See you next time.